us off. Welcome to The Midnight Owl. I am one of your hosts, Tim, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, the handsome, goateed, Mo. It's good to be back. It's been a while. Why did you choose the mo- like the goatee over a full beard? So I've had this goatee um, since I was like in grade nine, ten. I can grow a goatee, and um, it would not connect here. Okay. So, but it connected here. So when I grow a beard, I have this like spot that's open here, and then see you can literally see the outline right now. It kind of goes like this, right? Yeah. So it looks kind of weird, and. And it's just easier to shave. It looks a little cleaner for work, I guess. I don't know. I've had it forever. It's a distinct look. You rock it. Like I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't recognize you without it. But it's always been your look. Uh, you know what? I'm the I'm the goateed man. That's what they call me. I'm hitching my wagon <laughs> to uh, Zach. We've been talking about flying to Turkey to get some hair plugs. Are you going to get your beard done when we do? Well, no, but I'd like to get some. <laughs> of this. Well, you get the top of your head done. You can <laughs> fucking connect your beard. Uh, imagine. Hey, can you just, while you're at it, just do a little bit. <laughs> Put some needles in here for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited about this episode because it's it's not only a theory about, well, I mean, here, you know what? I'm going to let you kick us off because it's, you, know, you do a better job than I do. Oh, no, that's not true. I was going to let you handle this one. We're talking about Atlantis, kind of ongoing series that we've been really involved in ancient civilizations. What happened to them? Could they have existed? Would that help explain some of the really fast advances we see in certain societies? And you know, possibly the connection to either aliens or the misinterpretation of these advanced societies with aliens. But yeah, Atlantis. Where a lot of the Atlantis myth, and I'm going to say myth just because most scientists do, don't believe Atlantis actually exists, was from Plato. He was talking in allegories and metaphors to prove a point about the Republic, a ideal utopian society. So he created a civilization called Atlantis that would have existed and they were birthed by Poseidon, the sea god, and they like were around twelve thousand years ago. He, they would have then the the society was really just and good. Then they started to expand and try to take over parts of Africa, Italy, certain areas on the land. Poseidon got pissed, and he set earthquakes and water to destroy them for their hubris. Now. What if it wasn't a myth is kind of what we're going to be talking about today because Plato got this story from an ancestor, his grandfather, who got it from this other Greek philosopher or lawyer, I think they referred to him as Sonus, who traveled to Egypt and they said that the progenitors of their society came from a land that was destroyed by a flood. Now, the flood myth is something that's consistent all the way across the world, and it seems to have happened because, yeah, the the guy that got the story from the Egyptian priest, the priest said, yeah, this story is 9,000 years old. So you, you start to put all of this timeline together, and you get about 12,000 years from today. About 12,000 years ago, there was a cataclysmic event that is possible 
where there was a meteor that struck the earth or some volcanoes went off and there was a great rapid cooling and floods where all of our myths have fucking floods. The Christian religion, the Muslim religion, the, the Jewish faiths, the Mayans, they all have this. And then a lot of these different societies also have these myths of people coming to them and granting them either technology, maths, written language. So possibly the Atlanteans and passing off the stories as their survivors. Gobegle Tepe was about 12,000 years ago and then just disappeared. So right. where did they come from? What are my other in my notes here? It's an island described as larger than Libya and Asia Minor put together, located in the Atlantic, just beyond the Pillars of Hercules, usually taken as the Strait of Gibraltar, ruled by Poseidon, given to his son, Atlas. And then, yeah, Solon was the name of the, the lawyer that had gone to talk to the Egyptian priests. But it's like, and that was from 900 years ago. That story was passed to Plato's grandfather. So a story passed down throughout time to often missed, but Mo, where do you land on Atlantis? Where, where did you first hear about Atlantis? Cause I fucking love this. This is like Bermuda triangle. Atlantis has always been that like mythical sunken city story to me. I think I first heard of Atlantis probably through a comic book i'll be honest with you as a kid oh wow right? yeah you know what i mean or or or, or something to do with a, with a something with comic comics or, or cartoons or something where atlantis was talked about but yeah. you know as a kid you're like oh well, obviously it's true and then when you when you when you're an adult you start actually looking at it and you're like hold on a second there's so many different aspects of this one is Atlantis could be true when you look at the, the 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 story that was told by the ancient Egyptians to you know one of Plato's ancestors. It kind of circulates around that idea that Atlantis and much of that part of the world, if not majority of the of, of civilizations around that time, twelve thousand years ago, were wiped out by that you know mythical flood. Yeah, whether it's God or whether it's volcanoes or whether it's whatever it was, and then you know my belief is, and, and it, you know I think it, what happened was there was a big cataclysmic event such as that, few survived, right, and then I think they went around to these many cultures and and, and different parts of the world trying to spread the knowledge that they had previously. Yeah. How Atlantis came about, I think, was was probably one of those major civilizations that had a lot of the the the, the knowledge, possibly to build the pyramids, right? Yeah. Or possibly to build these some of these megalithic structures, and they were able to assist people. We don't know. Case in point, people say the Sphinx is three thousand years old, but it could be, you know, other other people say it's twelve thousand years old, fifty thousand yeah. years old. Like you, you don't really know. So I I, I think that's kind of how that story happened and i want to just tell you a few theories about atlantis that that i've heard i mean the the, the general one everybody talks about is that it's like it's a it's a it's an atlantic it's a continent sub-atlantic or mid-atlantic continent that kind of sank in the ocean right that's kind yeah. of like the general one everybody knows about and then there's the kind of pseudo one where 
well, it, it's true, but it was swallowed up by the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> oh, that is cool. I've never heard that before. I fucking love right? that. You know, it's a theory by, it was inspired by Donnelly. I'm not sure who that is, but he's a writer. Talked about how the Bermuda Triangle, which is in the Atlantic, where numbers just have disappeared. This theory points to discovery what looks like a man-made walls and streets found off the coast of Bimini. And then they think that's where Atlantis was. There's another theory where Atlantis was actually in Antarctica. Oh, cool. I haven't heard that one. And then Atlantis was, again, which was, which, which, what this other one, which is what kind of I believe was kind of, it's a kind of a mythical storytelling of the flood. Yeah. Right. Of the Great Flood, where Atlantis actually is off, is, is in somewhere close to Ethiopia. I don't know if you've ever seen that picture of this. A circular structure in, in in somewhere in Ethiopia in the desert that looks like what we would believe to be Atlantis, right? Because Atlantis was like these kind of circular cities, right? It was all yeah. like a right. So that's what I five think. concentric that's- circles, three of water, two of land. Correct. Um, yeah. And 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 it does kind of make sense that 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 would be the the most logical part of it. Although we know after the flood, much of the landmass, whether it was 12,000, 15,000 years ago, with that you know shifting of the Earth's crust or that meteor hit Earth or whatever, a lot of landmass actually, because of the the ice the, the the ice age, the ice melting, the end of the ice age, the ice melting, a lot of it was covered underwater, became yeah. you know underwater. So, uh, and then but then there's this other one, and just to kind of talk about it was what you kind of mentioned. Right, Atlantis was basically like a story about some civilization, which, which you know, you call it like was run by Poseidon and his son. He passed it off to his son or whatever. It was called the Minoan civilization, which is around the Greek islands about twenty five hundred years ago. Right, that's a, probably a possible story, or like the other theory was, Leto was just drunk, full of shit, and made up a story, <laughs> and he was he was just talking and just like you said, right, talking in like hyperboles. Yeah. Right. But I, I truly think that it's it's actually it's somewhere in Ethiopia. And then after the the flood, these people went and that, that survived, went and passed on knowledge, and and that's how they end up in Egypt. Because when you think about Egypt, and we talked about this, some of these structures there were built far before some of the people got there. Yeah. Right. The uh, Sphinx itself, like we, that's always the one people point to is it probably had a lion's head at the beginning. And then some pharaoh is just like, fuck that. I put my face on it. Yeah, exactly. I, I tried to put my face on it, but I didn't have the resources. Yeah. You, one day, buddy. Once one the show takes <laughs> With a goatee, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like, okay. So, like, one thing I want to point out that I think that you and I miss talking about a lot when we talk about advanced civilizations is like, we don't mean they had Boeings and computers and the technology that we have today. They didn't have fucking lasers. An advanced civilization may have just mean that like they had figured out clocks so that they could use maps and like, maybe it was like closer to the turn of the century or even before then, maybe they had good iron tools or steel, but like not where we're at today, but quite advanced for that time. And then getting wiped out, maybe they had good, you know, their, their priorities could have been different where maths and sciences were, 
you know, or arts were further developed. There's no way of telling when we say advanced society. What we say when we mean advanced society is not hunter gatherers. So when you and I were talking about this and I started looking around and then there's all these points that people can start pointing to. There's one in Spain, there's, you know, some evidence in Antarctica, there's the Ethiopian one, which would have been like verdant grass fed, like beautiful, like, okay, maybe it was a global empire that built similar structures on top of collapsed volcanoes. Cause they found it easier, but like, the idea of flooding a couple of couple of the circles and having levees where they could bring in trade from all around the world into even intercontinental things heavily defended because you're you've essentially got mile long moats that no one could get across is is compelling to me is that like where is the true you know headquarters or like main city of atlantis or like is it possible that it's a combination of like it was an empire and these different places that we see are just outposts or different cities of this global society i think so i think atlantis to me the most plausible one is the rakat structure in mauritania modern day ethiopia with the atlas mountains right beside it I know. I, I mean, I, by the way, I, I I heard that was a coincidence. That was saying like that, but and I think it, there's some. It, we'd be fools to think that, like, you know, twelve thousand years ago, like in twelve thousand years, our brains were able to develop so much from nothing. It's a spit in the bucket, right. com- like on on the the evolutionary scale. Look how far we've come in a thousand years and what people have just gotten taller basically like the the education system's gotten better so people seem smarter but we're not fucking different than the people that lived without electricity a hundred fucking years ago yeah no (laughs) some of us are because they have access to information education right absolutely but we haven't evolved to a different being we've just have access to information yeah exactly so i i I think there's some merit to that i i like to think it is i don't know if this I don't know if based on fact or not, but I like to, it just makes sense. It fits kind of the story. Um, and I think you're right. I think there's some some points to it that if they were advanced and they were able to build this massive civilization or massive city, um, you know, they would have outposts in other cities, just like the Roman Empire did. I mean, the Roman Empire spanned across almost half the globe, right? Yeah. You see structures all over the place, in, in, in all the way from Europe to the Middle East to Asia. I mean, and 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 that's in, you know, Hundreds of years, not thousands, right? Maybe a thousand, couple thousand years. But I mean, look how knows, far the British uh, empires like spread in like right. the, a matter of a couple hundred years. And I think that's what the theory of Atlantis is. I think I think that's where it's not really to me. It doesn't really like pseudoscience. It's just like it's more like common sense. Like, hey, this makes the most sense, right? There were advanced civilizations. Maybe just like you said, it's not. They're not like flying around and. In, in like winged structures with like free gravity kind of or like, like you know anti-gravity stuff you know but they were it would be cool to, if they did uh, or maybe they do the hell knows but yeah. I mean, they, there was some level of, of um, advancement and then they that's it, the most plausible explanation right? if you had a society is, 
If you had a society that was good at navigation and could read the stars and they went around and they set up like uh, what the stones to tell when the seasons are changing, you know what I mean? Go Begley Tepe where things are facing the, the thing. If they went around and they taught people that so that everybody else could start changing from hunter gatherer to farming agriculture, like that is massively advanced. And we take that advantage because I don't think we appreciate how far farming comes. If this was only a couple hundred years ago, most of us would be farmers because it would take that much to feed people. You know, if we go to hunter gatherer tomorrow, that most of the world would die because there's not enough resources and people aren't that fucking good at killing things. Like, I mean, you can't kill some, I mean, you can, but how hard is it to kill up an animal with your rifle? (laughs) If you and me were taken to a field on a, on a, different planet or in an isolated location and say, all right, you guys are going to live here now. You have to grow the food you're going to eat. How the fuck would we know when the seasons are changing? How would the fuck would we know when to plant? That would be so far behind, but like beyond us. That's magic. Yeah, yeah exactly. hundred percent. It would be, I'd be like, well, is there a place to order pizza? That's the first thing I would ask. <laughs> I'm eating you, Tim. I want you to know this. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I, I think I think that's really like I like that idea. I think that idea fits in how the world is, and and of like you know there was this cataclysmic event. There was an advanced civilization, not a hunter. You know, it's funny you see, you bring up the advanced civilization thing because you're right. Everybody that thinks about it thinks like, oh well, they're like you know they had like they were able to beam from one place to the next in that yeah. technology. Like, like no, no, they were just able to do things that we could we could do 500 years ago. Like think about the uh, the Great Parthenon in 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 Greece. Like that was built by they, they didn't have fucking yeah you know machines, you know they didn't, they didn't have you know they were able to build some of these big structures, right? So and that got all lost for like a few hundred years because they forgot how to make cement, and like s- some of the cement that they have there is self healing because of the the properties of the rocks that we're using. When it gets wet, a crack will fuse back together. Like that shit that we don't really have now that they just refiguring out. And like you, th- you think about the Arabic cultures and their understanding of maths. And like, that's my understanding is where we get most of our numbers from is like the Arabs had figured that shit out and then it got spread around. But like, there's this guy, I think he was in Texas and he would just start fucking with people. Cause he was moving around these massive stones and nobody understood how he was doing it. And like some people, like if, if you have a society like that, how advanced it was, like if they understand how a lever works in physics and they can pass that on, that's how you get megalithic structures. It's less fun than saying lasers and aliens. And I still want to believe in that shit. But how much more interesting is it is if there was a group of survivors that went around the world spreading society and giving away math and stuff. And uh, fuck, maybe sometimes like in Egypt where you get a ruling class and priests and everybody else was slaves and they use those maths to just build fucking pyramids or like, what are the other societies that came and went? Like, it's a a cool thing to think about. And I'm going to back you up on, this is all the idea, hypothesis, and bullshitting. We have no idea what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea. All we know is what we find on the internet. But um, I feel like. <laughs> but 
which may, but, but, but it answers a lot of questions, right? Maybe these advanced civilizations were the ones that built some of these megalithic structures. They withstood the cataclysm event. Yeah. And then the local population were able to populate those areas again, right? Yeah. Um, and then, and then, and then thousands of years later, we're like, ah, oh, those people built those structures. Mm, okay. Well, maybe they didn't. <laughs> maybe there was, maybe there was an advanced civilization that was able to figure out, you know, levers and 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 I, I watched this really cool video of this guy trying to explain how they cut these giant rocks in egypt ancient egypt and they would use this like threaded uh, it's like a thread i don't know how anyways and they would just move it back and forth against the rock and they would get a precise cut on the rock it would take a long time but they would get a precise cut on the rock they can cut it like you know if they had hundreds of people doing it they can cut these rocks pretty quickly yeah right they can build these uh, and that's how they got these like crazy clean right angles right and they just showed it they're like yeah this is probably how they did it like they weren't floating around rocks and like alien ships coming in and like moving these things like and that's how they did it and that's how they, they were able to move them and the other thing is maybe they were you know maybe they had forms of transportation that we don't know about you know maybe they understood how to move things like that guy in Texas you talked about where he moved like a 20 ton piece of rock by himself. Yeah. <laughs> and people thought he was floating it or something. <laughs> like he's got yeah. magic or something. Hey, yeah. He was just somebody that figured it out and like, yeah, yeah he moved it with a stick, right? Like he had this like two by four. And he just, it's like he moved around. Yeah. He just had an like, innate understanding of physics and momentum and could just mm -hmm. do things. It's mm -hmm. and like, I, I love magic and the idea of these grand things, but when it comes down to somebody, it's some individual's ingenuity, it almost makes it better when you can like, when somebody could figure that shit out. Like the same way, like you can love a song, but when you understand how an artist sings, it makes that so much more. Oh, hundred percent. The, there's a really cool explanation on how the Mayans did it. And the Mayans basically quarried a lot of these rocks right to cut them in quarries and then they would bring them over and they probably used the same techniques as the egyptians so obviously they're by the way vastly separated these two cultures right but it fits them it fits our, our our understanding our model of what we're, we're trying to explain you and i our hypothesis i hypothesis where maybe there's some dude kind of or a group of dudes or dudettes you know going around the, the planet teaching people how to do these because this knowledge was lost right and it would anyways, be curious to see if like we could identify what the atlantean dna structure was and with the mass like genealogical databases being spread if these people were going to these societies and interbreeding like what if you could identify which people are descended from atlanteans you you probably could we just have I to figure you, out what an original atlantean was it was exactly i think that's the uh, that's the thing. And but I just want to go back to how these mines were moving these rocks and like, ah, oh, they were, you know, people are like, oh, aliens built them, whatever. No, there's actual evidence of them actually rolling these rocks on these giant rollers. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> like there's evidence of them moving these rocks on these giant rollers. Now, they don't know how old that evidence is. They can't really give an exact date to it. But it could be 12,000, 4,000, 4, 14,000 years old. It could be more. It could be 20,000. Go like Itepe. Like, it's a, literally, they go from hunters and gatherers. All of a sudden, they were able to build these structures. 
right? Where they cut the rocks from and everything was all very local, but they were able to build yeah. the structure. What if somebody showed them? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, right? there's a and different way, like folks. Here's how we can do it. Like, and, and that's incredible. It's incredible because when you think about it, information back then is powerful. Like people earned, yearned to be, earned, yearned to be, just like you said, part of something or also yearn for answers. So kind of how people attach to religion, right? Like it's, yeah. oh, there must be a God, you know, uh, the book of Eli. Have you watched that movie? Oh my a, God, so good. Fucking great movie. But the whole premise of that was like, the, that book is, is, is like coveted, the Bible, the last Bible, whatever, after they burned all of them because of some kind of like whatever, Armageddon. Because they're like, that's the way to control people. But maybe that information was used to, in a good way, not in a bad way, but in a good way, they're like, hey, this is what I learned. Come and people follow them. Yeah. People follow these guys. And then, of course, it could have been poisoned like we've seen and so many times before a good idea by the wrong people get a hold of it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting to draw parallels between this and like, well, like what you were saying about people wanting to be involved and... I was going to say like religion cults, but like now that people are moving away from religion, getting all wrapped up in these political ideas or just anything fucking Ford versus Chevy. There's some people that like, they just need to fucking identify so badly. They're like, yeah, my Ford truck's real better. Yeah. We'll fix yeah. on roadside daily, bud. Chevy all the way. <laughs> it, Ford, by the way, FYI, everybody, Ford. It's Ford two Lightning. corporations that don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> no, no, just, like, just, just jump on this bag wagon and give me $120,000 yeah. for this truck that used to be 50 six years ago. But no, it's, 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 it's interesting. And I watched that documentary on that guy in Texas, by the way, and it's fucking fascinating. I encourage everybody who's watching, who's, who's listening to us today, to kind of go ahead and watch it. Just Google it. Google dude in Texas. <laughs> you can it'll just come up. And, and it's fascinating how he was able to, like he built a mini megalithic structure in his backyard, didn't he? Yeah. Like, by himself. And he he showed them how, how he can erect obelisk, an, an, an obelisk, right? He'd be yeah. erected like one in, in his backyard or whatever. He has a 10 ton stone and he's just pushing it with one hand, swinging it around. He's like, yeah, this is how they did it, man. This is not a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, it took a Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. It was a random Tuesday. But that's, you know, and then I think that knowledge back then, like that's not, that's quite advanced, but it's not like, it's not, you don't need to know computers to be able to do that back then. Right? No. You didn't need need, need, need need jet fuel or or petroleum or any of that stuff. You just need to know how a solid uh, education system and a society that would help interesting people flourish, which would be an advanced civilization of like either ethical or moral people. In my opinion, I am sure yeah. there's like some version of a fascist society where you could also get that, but I just don't see it happening. Good ideas don't often <laughs> flourish in in a in a highly militaristic structured society where people aren't allowed to think. Well, I, although I would love if we were wrong and it was aliens for sure. <laughs> oh my god, aliens <laughs> is so much better because they can come back so and better. fix some shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, you built this pyramid a little crooked. Let me just, it's all fixed. <laughs> guys, we, we wrecked the atmosphere. We built the pyramids, then we wrecked the atmosphere. I don't know what happened in between. Please help us. <laughs> but I, I, anyway, so going back to that whole story about Atlantis, and I think that's what Atlantis was. Like people, 
you know, people put this like, they, they, they like to have this fantasy about it. Oh, it's a beautiful society and all that. Oh, we don't know what it was. We don't fucking know where it is. I don't know what it was. It wasn't like this like pure society. I mean, it's just all imaginated, but, but it kind of fits the model of there was probably the advanced civilization somewhere on this planet thousands of years ago, advanced in the sense that we've just talked about. And yeah. it fits the model that there was a cataclysmic cataclysmic event that probably wiped out a huge portion of the population or civilizations at that time because it's literally written in every single culture across the globe that this thing happened. And it fits the model that some people probably survived, obviously, because humanity did prosper after. And humans are, although we do, we are very hateful at times, you know, and that's just you know, our, our, our kind of primate nature of kind of wanting to, you know, be the winner and be number one and attack, blah, 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 blah. But we also have this mothering nature, which is like, want to help people and i think that's what happened they're like oh shit we need to restart civilization we need to like yeah. go to some of these like cultures and teach them about agriculture and, and how to build buildings like standard stuff that i think also evolved as people like started catching on and learning and understanding and they're like oh fuck yeah so this is how you can move a rock okay well why don't we build this giant structure here to control people <laughs> yeah, you know, religion and whatever the hell you want to do it. So. And who knows if somebody like if there was an even older society because twelve thousand years ago is not that far back on the timeline that taught the Atlanteans. Because you, th you think about our society, we have things in place right now. I think it's in Norway that seed depository for them. When we're gone, there's going to be a place to go and get fresh, clean seeds to start over again. There's structures in the States that they've erected that have very specific instructions on how to rebuild a society. It's just, we have this in our DNA to know that things can end and begin again, which is beautiful in a way, scary, but like mm -hmm. when you, you think of humanity as a whole, we can always begin again. We are resilient, shitty, amazing creatures. And I think that's going to do it for us today on the Midnight Owl. Let us know what you think. This was kind of unstructured and fun show. But before I take us out, Mo, let's talk about some tinfoil news. Tinfoil news. And we're out. Hey, Mo. Uh, that was another great episode. Now it is time for our regular segment that we're going to be adding in this year called Tinfoil News. And each time that we record an episode, we're going to take a look at the recent conspiracy theories that were popping up. If this is a weekly show, then once a week, or if it's a monthly thing, we'll just uh, go back and throw in some of the new and emerging conspiracy theories that are coming out. I got a couple here for you. Taylor Swift in the Illuminati. Elon, oh, I read that one, yeah. Yeah. I don't know too much about that one. Elon Musk was touting the Great Replacement Theory. Okay. Alex Jones and Sandy Hook and the Queen of Canada. Is it, any one of those like really pop out to you if something you want to talk about? Uh, the whole Alex Jones, Sandy Hook thing. I read a bunch about that just because it was like, I think it was the time when, when they were, there were so many of these shootings going on. Yeah. And there was a lot of questions 
uh, onto these shootings and and specifically around like the actors. I don't know if you remember them. He, he, he touted on his show that there would be this person here from whatever was at the same shooting in this other state. And yeah. is this guy an actor? Like, are they, are they like state, state actors or whatever? So that's, um, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Although I think, I think he dug himself a really big hole. <laughs> what an absolute piece yeah. of shit. So for our listeners, Alex Jones is a far right conspiracy theorist news anchor man that made his money off of getting really angry and shouting shit out. Not to say that a hundred percent of what he says was always false, but it was always exaggerated to fill a line. So Sandy Hook was a mass shooting at a, a school with young children. I think 20 kids died and six of the teachers. So absolutely horrific event. And then Alex Jones gets on his show and starts saying that it was a false flag event, that these were all actors, that none of the kids were actually dead. And that it was a move, I believe, to start the conversation about taking away Americans' rights to bear arms. So his listeners and shit got really fucking angry. And these people that were trying to grieve the loss of their children were getting harassed and death threats by his audience about what kind of piece of shit they were to be government pawns and, you know, like, where's your fucking kids, you fucking assholes. They ended up suing him and it was settled for $1.5 billion Jones would own the victims. Now, the recent news is they're willing to settle and take... $85 million of Jones's assets. Alex Jones then declares bankruptcy saying that he can't afford to pay any of it back, but they have records of him. He's spending over a hundred thousand dollars a month on his living expenses. They've tracked over $900,000 in his like company assets still going out. So like this guy's still living lavishly, even though he's declaring bankruptcy and yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's the end of if this is truly the end of Alex Jones or if he'll make a comeback. But in court, he admitted that he was 100 percent wrong and the shootings were real. So at least they got that much out of him. Yeah. So he's first of all. Alex Jones is a piece of shit. Let's just say that outright, because there's some families with children that got harassed. Yeah. Can I quote a few things that he said? Absolutely. Just to show people how crazy he was. They're turning so the frogs so- gay. <laughs> that had nothing to do with Sandy Hook, but he did say that. <laughs> or something to that effect. So here's, here's a quote of what he said. He said, my gut is with timing and everything that happened, this is staged. And, you know, I've been saying in the last few months, get ready for big mass shootings. And then magically it happens. Another quote is, he says, it's as phony as a $3 bill. The whole Sandy Hook thing. Wow. And then he says, why did Hitler, this is one of his angry moments, he says, why did Hitler blow up the Reichstag to get control? Why do government stage these things? To get our guns. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> why can't people get that through their head? And then he said, and then, you know, Alex Jones, the whole Infowars thing, it really, like, really, the, the conspiracies around some of those mass shootings really started at the Boston Marathon. Remember the Boston Marathon uh, shooting? Was that a bombing? Yeah. The bombing that those two kids from some Eastern European country put a, a built this like pressure bomb out of 
like a pressure cooker. Yeah, like a rice but, cooker or something. Yeah, pressure cooker. cooker. Pressure cooker. Anyways, and 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 so that's when that kind of that conspiracy around staged actors and all that started happening. And then he would reference uh, when the Sandy Hook, you know, unfortunate event happened. He would actually reference it and say, "That's that actor. He's in, he was. A, how can he be at the mass shooting in Boston? And and then he'd be here. And and then and then the Las Vegas shooting. Remember that guy at the. Um, that was tell. a crazy one. I, like I've never heard like an answer for that. That one intrigues me so much, as well as the one out in was it New Brunswick where the guy dressed like a cop, the denturist. Yeah, he dressed like a cop, and then he shot a bunch of people, and then uh, he was getting through because he had like a cop car, and he was dressed like a cop. cop car. Yeah, he he bought a Ford Crown Victoria or something to that effect, Ford whatever, like a interceptor. And then he like went and got the decals put on and stuff like that. It's like that's some investment into being into being a psycho. Yeah. But Alex Jones, here's just another one. I just gotta read you this one from from the whole. Some you know, he had thousands of shows on Infowars just surrounding this the whole as he would call it the Sandy Hook conspiracy. He says, you know, after you lose your daughter, then you put on some antidepressants or something. But I thought this those take a month to kick in. I mean, it's. It it it's like a look of absolute satisfaction, like he's about to accept an Oscar. Talking about one of the family members, so you're right. He ended up getting all these family people, uh, all these families and parents harassed by his followers, right? Where, which they would threaten them. Uh, you know, there's in the in the in the court case, there's like you know they detail. I watched a little bit of the court case by the way because I was like so intrigued into it. Yeah, detailed years of torment in some of the families, people calling them death threats and. I don't even want to bring this up because you are a father, but could, could you fucking imagine the grieving that hard for something so horrific and then being told that you're fucking lying about it? Well, I think he's a troll. The thing with Alex Jones is that like, he knew what he was doing, right? Yeah. He knew that there's, there's people out there that will eat the shit up. And, you know, in his court case, he said, well, listen, I like, I like, you know, this was just for entertainment. You know, I, I was, I was just, I never said it was false in a sense that people had to believe me. I'm an entertainer, which is absolute mm. asinine, right? What? <laughs> he's a fucking, he's insane. Anyways, people getting stalked, harassed, all the lies. Anyways, I encourage people if they have uh, read some of the uh, transcripts. Some, I think some of it was televised. I remember watching some of it on, on TV, but he's a, uh, he's insane. The other piece of news that we really should follow up on. Well, okay. So I don't think we'll touch on Epstein list being released too much this week. I want to get some more verification on like, what's the real lists coming out. Cause like we're hearing some weird names like Stephen Hawking and stuff. And then Taylor Swift making like a billion dollars on a tour. We'll hold off on those two. But the other piece of news that we have to talk about, because I think that as we go forward, I would really like to keep coming back and touching base on this. Have you heard of the Queen of Canada? I'm see this one, that one stumped me. Uh it's it's I've heard t- bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. She's somewhere in Alberta or, S- or Saskatchewan, I think. Somewhere in yeah. Saskatchewan in this small town. And she's got a little bit of a following. And she's declared herself the queen of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, I think know, this so- is like the starting of a cult, a QAnon cult. And her yeah. name is Romana yeah. Didulu, 
We'll get the proper pronunciation another day, but she is a immigrant from the Philippines and she and her followers have been traveling across Canada for like, it seems like a couple of years, like ever back since like the trucker convoys and stuff since like maybe even a bit before then. And they have their motorhomes, they stayed in parks. And then where this really popped off was one of her followers bought a school that was being sold in a small town by the the local government. Maybe they were building a new one or something, or they just had this abandoned building, which there's abandoned schools all over the place. So they couldn't even kick them out. And they would come in and then they started to threaten local officials with execution and stuff, which was really cool, like, because she was posting all these, like, videos and updates from her her new little building in there, the school. It's, huh? yeah, <laughs> it's someone spotted a fire code violation. They had, like, a heater next to a propane tank, which allowed the fire department to go in, and that made them take off, which is kind of scary that they're being this secretive and that afraid of the the police that the fact that they came through for a walkthrough would force them and they think that they're on a a farm that's somewhat nearby but yeah she apparently issues decrees on telegram absolving her followers from their debts because she is the the queen of canada several have lost their homes and vehicles due to this because they're just like no the queen told me i didn't have to pay this back Anti-vax propaganda, she's said that she's going to execute people that uh, give kids vaccines. And this is absolutely fucking amazing. In Peterborough, Ontario, her and her followers tried to have several police arrested. Like they confronted them, trying to arrest them, saying that they were committing crimes against humanity for not following the queen. Six of her followers were arrested from that event. <laughs> like you're right it is a cult it is a cult for yeah. sure i think she's just it just kind of tells you what what people yearning for i guess bullshit i don't know but inclusion inclusion into something yeah that's a good way to put it you know one of the piss offs that i have is that like q and on yeah people sometimes intermingle it with the group anonymous yeah that's kind of fucked up right it is because anonymous has done some good things that group in the plight for humanity when there, when there's injustice or something they'd hack something or do something i mean absolutely they've done some things but i i have yet to see them denounce some of those conspiracy theories which is kind of weird and i, I they may have but i've never seen it oh like going after qanon like anonymous going yeah. after oh, okay mm-hmm. i never followed the two groups that closely so i don't I don't know. I mean, they're kind of like, I think it's an offspring. Like QAnon, I think started in the belly of some chat rooms somewhere and, and, and and just kind of took off like as a like super pseudo reality conspiracies that led. They're like, what do you mean? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, like uh, I'm just making something up, but like, it'd be like, Oh, did you know that all people in Alberta have the ability to fly? Yeah. They just don't know it yet. And then people will be like, really? (laughs) I live in Alberta. (laughs) I can fly. (laughs) What I find scary about the QAnon thing, just to put a button on the the previous thing where we were talking about this cult with the Queen of Canada, we're laughing now. I am a little bit worried 
that this is somebody who's going to try to do something so that she can be remembered like most cult leaders do. So I want to keep following this and hoping that it fizzles out. But I think she's a fucking she's something to be concerned about as far as QAnon. So like I keep hearing this shit about like the, the pizza place and how it's like kind of tied to the reptilians, but not because it's like Satan worshipers, fucking kids And there's this like pizza place where they're like funneling them through. And like so much of it is just like, oh, that's fucking horseshit. And you roll your eyes. And then you have something like Epstein, where Epstein has all these lists of people that visited his fucking pedophile island. And now he was under guard and fucking killed himself somehow, like in a solitary cell. I just like somebody almost has to tell the truth of what happened because I do not think that the bulk of the fucking government in the States is Satan worshiper child fuckers, but something true in there is getting fucking mixed up. If these people are that certain individuals are that afraid of these lists coming out, it's just, it's fucked and QAnon is not real, but what is the truth? There's some kind of kernel of fucking horrible in here. That's scary as hell. I think too, like good propaganda by governments, usually they try to sully the truth with fiction, but also create fiction to cause mass hysteria so that people don't know what's real and what's not. And they just accept whatever has been given to them. Right. That's kind of like the tactics kind of, I was, I was reading this, this, uh, I was watching this video, the young Turks, check them out. It's not plugging them in, but check them out. Pretty good progressive news organization highly reliable uh, on, too right very reliable guys and they're just talking about how misinformation or like how cancel culture has started and and but people because they're so hysterical they forget that it just keeps happening like like there's a like, there's like a and, and, and it's even outlined in, in in like the washington post came out with a with a some guy wrote the washington post how he had canceled the two or i guess, I guess one the mit head of MIT or whatever, whatever it was, the lady there who had to resign because they kept calling her anti-Semitic or whatever, because, she, because she wouldn't, she was speaking the truth saying, Hey, there's some freedom of expression at the universities, da, 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 yeah. because of the whole Israel Palestine thing. But the only way to get, to get her to kind of shut up was, uh, was to cancel her. And the only way they could do that is to say that she, she had plagiarized her, some of her theses, like leading up to becoming the head of whatever university she's head up but anyways he outlined how how they do it and, and he's like oh yeah we've been doing this for a long time this is how we do it yeah this is how we cancel people we just get the media on board we just uh, you know we lay these little eggs of like doubt in people and the next thing you know it's well so it's there's something there you know let's she needs to speak out she needs to resign she needs to she needs to our heat or whatever so which is kind of amazing because I, I was watching this interview with a kgb officer in the 70s and he was outlining how it would take like 20 to 30 years to take down America and it would be turning people against the government, turning people against each other, creating these really weird dividing lines, disposing of the truth. And it was just like these, these layers of like how you would do it, how you would kill the American dream. And it sounds like this 
ball has been passed to its own people and they're just taking it and like destroying things for their own means and like always righteous always feeling like they're doing it for the right reasons but like something like the palestine israel war right now there is no simple explanation or answer to any of that it is fucking horrible all the way around and you can go back in history and you can see how horrible it's been on both sides for a long time and how many innocent people who have nothing to do with anything are getting fucking destroyed in it. And it's, it's awful. And like, you can't come out on one side or the other without thing. And like, I'm watching cause I, I have my beliefs or like, I, I have a bare understanding of what's happening there, but then I'm seeing people that I respect or otherwise would have followed posting like these things about somebody that may have spoken out against Israel and like, Oh, they're anti-Semitic. They're horrible. Like uh, lists, they're they're driving around universities with people that may have attended like a protest with billboards. And like, I tended to come down on like a little bit side of the Israel because they were attacked. People were hostages were taken. Now it's a little more, more confusing with how far things have gone. But like, you you can't even protest without like or saying something against it without now getting your face on a billboard and being labeled a Jew hater like that's fucking crazy. The, the, I think, but that again, besides that whole situation, which is a touchy and a massive show on its own, yeah, it's just the way that people use media and control. Like the internet <laughs> was. Remember, like when we first. I mean, I can remember when the internet came out. I was a kid. People were talking about like it's going to be the, the savior. It's going to allow people to communicate faster, and, and more information is going to drive and 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 get to one place to the next in, in mere seconds. And it's going to, you know, and it has it has done wonders. But it's there's so much that we don't know about the internet. Like the, yeah. the, the there's so much the depth of of darknet and, and all that stuff. Like it's 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 full of scum and and people that just want to bend the truth. But <laughs> can you imagine if we actually had AI? And like they, they can use logic and deduction and we just kind of like hand over the reins of government to like logical computers that can't be fucking fooled. It's the only way it'll work. <laughs> it's like they just take over and they allow us to live. I don't think we're far off on that anyways, but you know what? Just to touch on one last thing, there was an article out on, I think it was the Wall Street Journal as well. Basically, it's a hit piece on Elon Musk saying how he's, how he's like SpaceX executives are worried about him because he's a huge drug drug addict and all that kind of stuff and complete bullshit by the way because he's like and he came out he's like this is complete bullshit like i smoked weed with joe rogan like i took a puff off his of his joint and then nasa called me and they told me that i must do regular testing and i've done it for the last three years and not once did i fail a test I'm not a drug addict or anything. Like it was just a show I was on. Like, yeah, but it's like people use anything, right? To to any small thing, and they'll just write a whole story around it just to just to cancel you. I've noticed more and more people trying to get Musk in trouble, and like Musk is hard to fucking follow right now. Changing Twitter over to X for seemingly no place. reason. And then like on New Year's, he was posting a bunch of weird stuff of like kind of following the Great Replacement theory. Saying like, they're trying to bring in so many more immigrants and have white people stop breeding that the immigration is, what is the, the immigration is higher now than the birth rate of American mothers. 
And like the guy is an immigrant himself. So like there, there might be more to what he's trying to say, but in 140 fucking characters, you can't really get a point across, but it's like, fuck. And like immigration is another touchy subject. We can't really talk about. I mean, we can, it's just, I'm not an expert, so I wouldn't know what to talk about, but it's easy to talk about conspiracy theories because nobody's the expert. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the conspiracy. And that's been another episode of bearded, uh, not bearded and bored. And that's been another episode of the Midnight Owl. I hope you enjoy it. Message me if you know me. If you don't, you can always email us at beardedandboard at gmail.com. Take us out, Mo. Um, Thank you, and looking forward to our next episode. Hoot, hoot. Hoot, hoot. All right. And then we just go into the start of the episode. Now we're all warmed up. Let's do it. Let's do it. So...